bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Welcome to Thursday, and I hope you're all doing well. I'm doing well. I've got a game tonight. And it's going to be my last. I'm switching groups. My friend Matt, who runs McCarthy, he runs two different groups and he alternates weeks. And they've lost too many people over on the second group. So I said, I'll switch over to the other group. So tomorrow night and the next Thursday night, tomorrow night, I'm going to say goodbye to my original group. And then the following Thursday, I'll be saying hello to the new group, transferring character and everything. And after that, I'm going to be going every other week, except for the following Thursday after that, which which I will be at North Texas RPG Con. So, so that's a little bit of news. The Monday game, I'm getting ready to wrap that up. up uh, wrap that up this coming Monday. The story arc will conclude, and I will be handing the reins over to my friend Carlos, the one who listens to the podcast when I have to really be careful what to spell, what to say, lest he knows. <laughs> but he's probably got something going, probably something, either either Astonishing Swordsman or 5th Edition, I don't know. And we'll run with him for a while. So, things seem to be going smoothly game-wise, Personal-wise, well, better not. Better I not talk about that. Anyway, you guys don't want to hear it. So, I, in as I mentioned before, in about three weeks, let me look at my calendar real quick. Yeah, about three weeks, uh, three weeks from tomorrow, I will be attending North Texas RPG Con in Dallas, Texas, at the Westin, the Dallas-Fort Worth West Airport Westin for four days of gaming, socializing, and a lot of fun for me and my grandson, Gage. So I thought I'd talk a bit, little bit about... I thought I'd talk a little bit about that and a little bit about... Hmm, oh, cons in general, I guess. So, first off, I uh, will tell people I will be there on June... 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th, in case they want to meet me if you're in the area or live around there or something like that. Aside from meeting me, which is no big thrill, it is a big thrill to go to the convention because you will meet a lot of the founders and movers and shakers in the OSR community and in the gaming community. You will meet TSR old-timers like Tim Kask and people like that, and people like Jeff Telanium, Telanian of Astonishing Swordsman, Jeff D., another TSR alumnus, and I believe Merle Rasmussen, who created Top Secret for TSR, and Bunny Burroughs, uh, Dr. Dennis Astaire, who wrote Bunnies and Burroughs, who will be running Bunnies and Burroughs there. They usually run their games. And they're a lot of fun. Plus, the Frog Guy guys will there be there. And, of course, my friend Eric Tinkar and James Spawn, my buddies. So, if you can catch it, come on out. We'll be happy to be with you. If I'm not in the game, I can schmooze, talk, whatever. You can meet my grandson. So, let's talk about this con. Or, let's just talk about cons, actually. Because it is getting to be convention season. Actually, every, all year's convention season, depending on if you want to put up with the weather or not. They have yet to get me to Gary Con because of March in Wisconsin does not appeal to me, really. 
and other things like that. I'm only allotted one con a year, so what are you going to do? So let's talk about cons. How about bringing children to conventions? There's nothing wrong with getting children started early if they're interested in it, if they're interested in it. For instance, I take my oldest grandson. I do not take my younger grandson because I know he's really not all that into gaming unless his brother, somebody wants him to, you want to play? Okay, my brother's playing, I'll play or whatever. So, but he's he's more into his own thing and video games and geology and things like that. So, you know, that's fine. If he wants to join us, fine. If he doesn't, that's okay. But some people, if I took both of them to the convention, I would have to find something to do for, for Gavin, for something to do for Gavin. Because I don't want to spend four days with a chorus of Grandpa, I'm bored in my ear. Gage is so into it, he's packed his schedule. But Gavin would probably, you probably need another adult there like my wife, Becky. And him and Nana can go run off and do stuff in Dallas while Gage and I stay at the convention. I have I have people who have family that doesn't care for gaming, but they go anyway to do other stuff. My wife, Becky, she came for the first two, three years, and then she decided to just let me go on by myself. But when she was there, she would go out, and she used to live around there. She used to work for Texas Instruments, so she knew people who who lived around there. So she caught up on old friends, did some shopping. You know, she had a good time in Dallas. But she finally said, no, you go ahead. And now I get a, usually get a roommate, somebody else, and Gage is with me, so it's okay. Speaking of which, that's a great way to split up the cost of a room because these hotels, not only do they give you, most of the time they give you a convention rate, which is, I'm not going to say far less than a, a daily room rate in a, like a good hotel, but I'm not going to say it's half price or anything, but it's a lot more reasonable. For instance... At the Westin here, we are paying 108 a night, which is pretty good for two doubles or a, or a king. You know, I'm not asking for a suite or anything. We just need a place to park our butts when we're not on the, at the convention and sleep and things like that. My rule is always get a hotel at the convention. I usually just go to conventions held in hotels. I don't go to... I went to Origins once. That was a mistake because it was all over the city. But I don't I don't like having to go out of the hotel when I'm at the convention. I understand places like Gen Con and, and Origins and probably Gary Con, they will have it at a, a convention center. But usually a lot, a lot of times those either have hotels right next to them or they're connected or something where you can actually, because I don't want to have to be trudging my happy butt home or to the hotel, like across the way or a block down afterwards, because I'll probably be too damn tired anyway. So I'd rather just go upstairs and collapse. But that's my preference. You can find some real good deals on hotels if you don't get a good, if, if either you don't get a good deal at the hotel you're staying at, or you, they're booked, they're booked up. I always, the minute the, the room's getting, so you can probably get good deals on nearby hotels. There's hotels, there's a hotel on either side of the Westin that will give you a good deal. You can do it that way if you don't want to do the roommate, if you want your own room or you just don't have enough money or something like that. The, but these conventions, like say the Westin here, 
they do they do like 108 a night for up to four people in the room. If you can fit four people, that's why they have two doubles or a, or a king, because you can fit four people in a room comfortably. Now, I've seen it done where it has been not so comfortably, like four people in a bed, three people on the floor, one in the bathroom. So, yeah, you can do that. I don't think they'd stop you because in my in my convention going over the last 30 or 40 years, I've never seen anybody stop us from cramming the room as much as we can. Now, I wouldn't get ridiculous about it unless you sleep in shifts or something. But, you know, that's that's something to think about. The cost is something to think about. I always, the last few years, I've been going with Greg Gillespie as my roommate because he comes down here from Toronto. Toronto? He's Canadian. He comes down here from Canada. And the way we work it is we split it in thirds because I have Gage with me. And I usually hand him cash when he gets there, and then we put the room under his name. I reserve it. The minute the, minute the rooms come open, I will res- make a reservation for three people. And I make sure that that reservation stays because we are going to ex- – we will be swapping, like, names on it because Greg actually teaches – in Canada, and he teaches a D and D class. So, if we put it in his name, and I just give him cash when he gets there, not only can he kind of write it off on his taxes and get incentives and maybe reimbursement from the school, but he has American money he can spend then. So that's the way we. That's one way to do it. But if you want to, you know, split the cost, there's so many ways to to just to just cut costs on a convention. Even an expensive one. Even you can do Gen Con cheap. I hear. I've never been. So there's that. And like I said, there are going to be people with you sometimes who don't want to go to the convention. They just want to go on a trip. Okay, fine. I've got a friend Jimbo. His wife Ray goes with him. She spends four days in the hotel, watching TV, using room service, or I guess room service, or stuff like that. Yeah, that's the way they want to do it. That's way. That's fine. And so there's a few things you want to think about at a convention. Also, don't pack your schedule. Don't please, you know, give it give your schedule room to breathe. I'm running one game and playing in two. Gage is playing in eight. And he's got his schedule packed from like a I think Friday or Saturday from noon to eleven PM at night. And I keep telling him I know you're fifteen. I know you want to play all these games, but give yourself some time to, like, not play, go get something to eat, relax, maybe take a nap. Yes, it's coming from a 60, uh, uh, an over-60 man, but there's some wisdom in that. So, try and plan that out, too. And it's just, I just, I just can't fathom it. Even when I was his age, I couldn't do that. I started gaming when I was 22. And even then, I wouldn't pull all-nighters. I wouldn't pack my schedule so hard. Because I like talking to people. I like schmoozing. I see friends I can only get to see online. And I get this is the one year I get to see them face-to-face and actually look at them across the table and play. My friend Eric Tinkar. I'm always on his tavern chat, and we talk and everything like that. I'm in one of his games this year. Because I never had him as a GM before. So, you know, there's that. Anyway. I think I'm through talking about conventions for now. So take of that what you will. So I'm going to go start my day.
And I want to say that if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com. That's my email address. And if you want to talk to me, give me leave me a voicemail on Anchor. That would be good. And as little as 99 cents a month, you can support this program. And I would thank you. And thank you, Gilbert, Oliver, Jonathan, and Mark for being my supporters. And listen to Mark Wallring's podcast, The Yawning Owlbear, right here on Anchor. So... Until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. (laughs) 